I'm Dijan. Welcome to Tantra Log. Uh, this is a podcast for the spiritually curious. So if you like to reflect on Tantra, yoga, inner work, meditation, wellness and self-development, you may find lots of information, personal stories of practitioners and micro practices for you to experience, to look inward and do something good for yourself. Thank you for joining in. This talk is about the transformation power of Mother Kali among her many, many faces. This is a very rich archetype uh, that defines critical periods of our life when we need to let go of things and uh, concluding this path of change, this path of transformation in the loving center of the heart. If you would like to know more about Mother Kali, if you want to go deeper into ritual, meditation, yoga, and several self-reflection practices, please check out my Kali module in the 10 Wisdom Goddesses program. Once this transformation talk is concluded, you will be guided into a visualization meditation to have a practical experience. I hope you enjoy the practice as much as I do. Let's talk a little bit about the transformative power of Kali. Deity work is about transformation. It's a science of transformation. We work with these deities, to um, these archetypes, so that our individual psyche can con connect to the collective psyche. So we draw power from a collective uh, force into our psyche to awaken some seeds in us and to plant some seeds. Uh, within us. And Kali is the seed of transformation. As I mentioned before, she is always there when there is a big, big, major transformation going on uh, in, in life. It can be a war, it can be a severe earthquake, it can be a big forest fire. You know, when there is this angry voice of nature coming out, that's a Kali energy. It's very scary, it's not pleasant sometimes, well, never, actually. Uh, however, uh, afterwards, things evolve. You know, most of the ecologists and uh, activists for nature preservation would say, you know, people are so dumb to think that we can protect the nature. Nature is so almighty. Nature is so powerful. We're just trying to make it, uh, make an effort so that we can live you know, so that we don't uh, piss her off so much that humanity cannot exist in this nature anymore. Even if we destroy, she will find another way to come out. Maybe that other way will not be welcoming for humanity. Nothing is finite, you know, like the sun is believed to uh, decay in six million years. So the mathematics is not about uh, human preservation. It's about the transformation uh, this constant creation, preservation, and destruction. So this is this huge power of transformation. And in our small lives, it is this, uh, in its shadow, it is this wrath and anger that we may have. But actually, in its ultimate quality, it's our ability to create change. It's our ability to let go of the old and make space for the new. And it's daring. It's, it requires courage to be able to go there and invoke a deity. This doesn't mean 
that when we practice with Kali, things will dissolve around our life. Maybe that's not what you need right now. I told you my own experience. My first encounter with Kali was uh, super scary because my, one of my classmates was telling his experience with Kali where you know, he had this uh, huge inspiration to practice with Kali. And uh, after a very strong practice, he came home and found he has been robbed. All of his musical instruments were gone. Then uh, his girlfriend arrived and dumped him. So, so many things changed all of a sudden in, in, in the same day, you know, and it was like, fuck, you know, it was a total devastation. But afterwards, all of these incidents opened new doors for him, of course, and uh, new things came to his life. And he's very happy. He was very happy when he was telling the story. But that was his first encounter which was not very pleasant. So I was also spooked, you know, especially I was at the very early stages of my spiritual life. And for me, letting go of some uh, lifestyle uh, habits or some ideas about what kind of a person I want to be, what kind of a life I want to lead, what kind of relationships I want to have, were totally different than what they are now. And they will keep changing, you know. What I have now is not going to stay static neither. But at that early age, for me, even thinking about it was fearful. So I was really like, oh, I don't want to have anything to do with Kali. And when I had my sadhana, first intensive sadhana with her, it wasn't about, again, dissolution of everything. I was already going through a very tough transformative phase in my life. I was already having many challenges to let go of the old and make space for new. I wasn't even aware of it. When I look back, it's a bit more, you know, I can assess it more healthy, in a more healthy way retrospectively. But at that moment, it wasn't very pleasant. And what I perceived uh, as an effect of the sadhana was actually to accept, accept everything and accept the the love of life, the love that I'm surrounded in. It was, the feeling was so, I, I felt embraced. You know, I was sitting next to the yantra, the geometrical shape of the goddess uh, that we created for that sadhana, and I felt held. And that was such a distinct feeling, you know, it wasn't an imagination. It wasn't like I'm thinking about certain things. Because if I imagined, I would uh, see her fighting a battle. My intellectual understanding of Kali was this warrior. And I, I, I thought I should be suffering when I and letting go of things. So that wouldn't be my, uh, that cannot be my intellectual construct. The state that I was, was just being wrapped in a very loving way. I'm not saying the same thing will happen to you when you're doing practice. What I'm saying is, we receive whatever we need. So this fearsome, uh, effect of transformation is experienced to the level, to the degree that we can handle, our own psyche can handle. And we can handle a lot more than we think. Yeah. Uh, so basically a psychic energy, a psychic uh, knot that is within us can be cut through Kali. And sometimes she just shows that we have already beyond you know, sometimes our, uh, in a subtle level, we resolve certain problems, but we think we still have those problems. And Kali may show that we're already okay. 
but most of the time it's not the way around. <laughs> most of the time we're too attached and uh, yeah, we need a kind of a kick of life, kick of nature. But the beauty of this practice is it's, uh, it allows us to make friends with change. It allows us to see change as richness. Even be friends with the negative feeling that comes out of it. When you're going through a breakup, it's not nice. It's suffering, big time. But Kali can help you to make peace with that suffering and allow it to go through you. When we are going through a challenging life situation where there's a lot of fear around our future, around our wellness, uh, health or whatever, our loved ones, it's not pleasant, but that energy can help us to really befriend that state that we're in so that we don't bury it underground, so that it comes out and spooks us out again sometime in future, but we go through it and we have the power needed to uh, go beyond, to cross over to the other side. And uh, I also want to mention here uh, that sometimes we do seek for um, teachers or guides which have this fierce Kali energy. Uh, we all have a certain resonance, let's say, in the way we live daily life. All the goddesses work through us, but some work stronger in few and others work stronger in other few. So we have a certain um, frequency as teachers, as students, and sometimes we seek out people who have this Kali energy so that they push our buttons with their fierceness and shake us to the core so that we can really break through some habits. Mm, these uh, Kali energy teachers are usually quite strong and quite forceful and they would really push you against you against the norm that's why in one of the important texts Kularnava Tantra there's even a list of qualities for a guru for a spiritual teacher to have because that kind of strong intervention you want to receive from someone who's qualified so in this old text there's a list of qualifications of a spiritual teacher if that's the uh, if the approach of that teaching is in this extreme pushing the button sort of way i even in uh, it doesn't have to be in a spiritual context i remember when i was receiving a training to become a facilitator for youth activities it was an international context and we had to play a game called uh, an exercise called uh, limit 22 if that was the name, yeah. But it's a very tricky exercise, you know. You have to run lots of errands in a teamwork and you're competing against other teams and somehow you do your best and you, you find the right uh, answers and you do everything correctly, but you don't get the points. It's totally unfair. So it makes you super frustrated, you know, and on top of that, you're in this international team environment, which is extra stressful. Nobody's speaking in their mother tongue. Everybody has their own ways and you just met each other. So it's a total chaos. And on top of that, you're treated completely unfair. Why? Because our, our true colors shine when we are poked, actually, when we're in a stressful situation. So that kind of stress, 
that is transmitted to you through a teacher can actually bring a lot of darkness from inside. You know, one of my teachers can be super harsh with the students, you know, like shout or give very strong exercises or be very strict and so on. And it's like this Kali manifested. And you're like, what kind of a teacher is that? He's not being nice and sweet and caring and so on. You know, but actually that harshness triggers something in the student that the student needs to look at. Because you cannot control others' behavior, but you can control yours. So if a monster is coming out of you, it's a good opportunity to meet that monster and see, oh, that's in me. Why is that in me? Oh, how is it acting through me? How come that it overpowers me? It can be the monster of anger, it can be the monster of resentment, it can be a monster of this inner judge who assesses everything and who thinks what is right, what is wrong, uh, according to his own. You know, we have so many uh, different monsters within, and those teachers are there to really push the buttons. You may not choose a teacher like that in your real life, but you may uh, find it in Kali, in practice with Kali, uh, where she actually invites you to look and look, to look into the eye of your own demons. And that's precious. That's really valuable. And the good thing is, the practice, not the intellectualizing, but the practice is also showing the way to trans transform. It's not only about facing, but it's also about Okay, how is it going to change? And that change doesn't always, again, happen intellectually. It may happen in a very subtle way, and you may find that you don't have such an active monster in you any, anymore after the practice. So it's a very, very beautiful work uh, to face uh, your inner de demons so that, or your outer demons so that you can achieve transformation. That's the magic of Kali. We will now do a meditation. Please sit in a comfortable meditation posture and straighten your spine, focusing inwards on your breath in and out. Now bring your focus to Ajna Chakra in the middle of the forehead, the third eye. While keeping your focus on Ajna Chakra, in the mental space before you appears a figure. The form is female. She's naked. Her body is very beautiful. The color of her body is deep black, black like space. Now you recognize this figure as Kali. But even though her body is beautiful, her face has a terrible expression. Her mouth is wide open and her long tongue is protruding outwards. Kali is roaring with laughter, showing us our own ignorance. Her eyes are wide open. 
She is staring at us intensely. Try to feel the stare on us. Her hair hangs down wildly. Around her neck she is wearing a necklace of skulls. Kali, the tantric goddess, symbolizing time, death, impermanence. She shows us that everything that has a beginning must have an end. Everything which is born must eventually die. Contemplate the impermanence of your own body. Ultimately, nothing will be left of it. Kali has four arms and the first hand she holds a sword to cut the attachments. The attachments related to our five senses. In another hand she holds a severed head to show that nothing physical will remain of you after you die. This is a symbol of the wisdom that we gain from this knowledge. With another hand she shows us the mudra of no fear. Do not fear Kali. Become a friend of Kali. And in the last hand she holds a ball of gifts to be granted to the one who overcomes his fear. The fear of Kali is the fear of dying, of death. The fear of the end of time. We have to overcome time and transcend death. Kali dances on the white corpse of Shiva, the symbol of the lifeless universe here. Without Kali, without time, there's no life in the universe. Feel Kali better and better with all your senses and feelings. See Kali clearly. Feel her stare, feel her touch, hear her laughter. Feel Kali with all your being, with all your presence. Kali is right here with you, right in front of you. She's staring at you and you can even feel her breath on your neck. Staying with this perception, you may repeat her mantra. Now slowly stop emitting the mantra. Take a last look at Kali. Remember what she teaches us. Slowly let the image of Kali dissolve in front of you. Let this image together with all the qualities of Kali be absorbed into your throat, your Vishuddha Chakra.
This is where she will be with us at all times. With this, we conclude this visualization and meditation on Kali. You may take a moment to integrate, lie down in Shavasana for a short relaxation. Relaxing all of your body, all your limbs, your torso, your face, your skull. Allowing it to melt down into the ground. Lingering in this state of consciousness. Being absorbed by Kali. You may stay as long as you need in Shavasana, in this absorption. That will do. Thank you for listening to my podcast on Tantra Log. Please subscribe if you like this content and feel free to share it with your friends and loved ones. See you at our next talk.